Wow. Well, welcome back to the Every Effort podcast. If you are here, you are 110% likely in the right place. We are so blessed, a little stressed, and making every effort to figure out the rest. I have my co-host, Matt, here, and my name is Jocelyn. And my name, as Jocelyn mentioned, is still Matt. And my name is still Jocelyn. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing has changed. Um, If you're here... You're probably looking for a podcast that is refreshing, intellectual, and goes a little bit deeper than what you might find on the internet. Um, So we do like to talk about things one step deeper than the surface. Uh, We like to analyze culture, situations, relationships, things that happen in church, and just like to talk about it with a young adult lens. And this week, we are trying something new. Um, We like to try new things, if you have caught on to that already. We're trying to figure out what we like to talk about, how we like to talk about things. Uh, So this is an exciting week. Yeah, so today we are taking to the internet to answer some questions about topics that we talk a lot about on the show or things that we think are just especially relevant to all the things we discuss about figuring out life as a young adult and really getting your feet set. So this first question I think I can totally relate to, um, and it says, is it normal to experience your coming of age arc when you're out of high school? And the person who submitted it says, I'm 19 turning 20 and just now living my coming of age story. I didn't get a lot of experience that most high schoolers experience. I never dated. I wasn't really interested. I never curated my sense of style. But there's so much to learn, so many social cues and life lessons that I feel like most people learn when they're 16 and I'm just now picking up and it makes me feel like a fool because I feel like I'm supposed to know everything by now. Gee, when I mean, when I hear this, it sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like someone in the, their 30s is writing it. Like, like right. they, they kind of sound like really mature, like they want to know all these things. And that's, that's awesome. But you're also like 19. Like, I feel like you can take a, you know, a little break for yourself. Maybe, maybe you're a little bit hard on yourself there. Yeah, I would give yourself a lot of grace. Like, I get the rush. I totally feel like I need to have things figured out, especially, like, getting married, moving into a place. Like, there are these life events, graduating college, that make you feel like, wow, I have to be at this point. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, one of the biggest breakthrough moments for me was talking to adults. Like, I talked to my dad, and he said, you know, I still am the same person inside of my body that I was when I was 18. Like, it's just my body that's gotten older. My brain doesn't, like, age or change. You know, I'm, I'm still me, and I still feel 16, mm-hmm. 18, 25. And that was just mm. such a big moment of, you know, it's not like a f- switch flips and now you're an old man or now you're an adult. Like, it's this process, and there's no age by which you have to have all these things figured out. And there's blessings and challenges with everything. And so... If you didn't experience as much when you're younger, maybe you're blessed because now you get to enjoy that now. But maybe it's challenging because it's hard to relate to people. Like, there's pros and cons everywhere, but there's there's no age and certainly not 19 where you have to have this all figured out. Yeah, it seems like <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, pressure to figure so much out so soon. I mean... I totally get it, though. Like, some people really seem to have their lives together by, like... 
the age of 17 and you know good for them if that's something that's working for them and it and it's a healthy way of doing so um and living out their life um it's so easy to get caught up in just comparing yourself to your peers though and i would really try to avoid that as much as you can focusing on your own journey which is not something i learned until like more recently like out of college where like you really have to focus on yourself today versus yourself last week or yesterday or last year um, because everyone is given such a different playing field and resources and people in their life it's like impossible to truly compare two people right and even if you just think like i think once you cross that threshold of adults we group everyone into the same category, which is part of mm-hmm. the inspiration of why we think it's important to have a young adult community. But if you really think about it, you know, we group together 30s, 40s, 50s, okay, those are all adults. But someone mm-hmm. who's 50 has almost double the experience of someone who's 30. Like they've mm-hmm. seen so many more trials and successes and things work and wisdom and read more books. Like there's just all this life that happens to you. And I think that's what grows you. It's not like you have to get out there and be doing certain things. It's just going through life, experiencing the things that you normally will. Like life is going to get to you. You're going to get experience whether you want it or not. So there's no rush to get out there and get it. Like I understand feeling sheltered or feel like you didn't get to experience things to its fullest. And it's good to step outside of your comfort zone but I don't think you're missing out or not going to be able to like acclimate to adult life if you're feeling left behind. Yeah. And in the same grain, there's a lot of people who spend their time not developing themselves into better people. So, I mean, not, not to say to, to compare yourself to those people, but I'm just saying like, make the most of every day in the way that you can for yourself in your situation. Um, and focus on that, focus on your own growth and, Give yourself a pat on the back as much as you can for making those small efforts. I really do think that life is about uh, compounding small things versus trying to make one big thing work overnight. Um, And yeah, you have so much ahead of you, Mr. 19-year-old. Very well said. I really like that. The next question we have today is... How can I stop myself from seeking approval from others in regards to moving on with myself on the things I do and I really want to accomplish an attempt? And then they mention family, friends, coworkers. So basically, how do I stop looking to these people for approval and kind of strike out on my own on the goals and the visions that I have for myself as opposed to what they might have for me? What do you think? I think the biggest thing is giving yourself the space and the grace to really dream. Like I would, I would pray with God. Like it's really easy to just kind of take your life and go. And if your parents have said, oh, we want you to be a doctor. Oh, you should be a lawyer. Then that's just your default. And you're just going through and you're running and you're making through one semester and then you got your job and then your next semester is coming up and you're just rolling and rolling and rolling. And I think it is so invaluable to take a step back and just say, what do I genuinely want? What do I feel like God put me on this earth for? What do I think will fulfill purpose and help me help people to help me feel fulfilled and i think taking that time to reflect away from others or you know if you have people that you think do build you up and don't have you know expectations you can bring them in too but really just taking that space to kind of imagine like if if 
cost wasn't an option, if I didn't have to worry about all these other factors, what would I be doing with my life? And I think that's the best way to just build your own vision. And then from there, you can start to kind of break down those barriers of feeling like you have to get other people's approval. I think we also tend to forget that God has all the answers for even stuff like this of like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life in terms of accomplishment? Um, I don't even know what I like, like what direction should I move? Um, you can do and you should do two things like one, look into your past, what has worked? Um, what patterns have you seen? And what trajectories do you want to go on from there? But also like God has a way of inspiring us, I think into areas that we would have never anticipated, which is amazing. And he does have those answers. And sometimes it, it could be a time of patience, uh, where you need to wait for those answers. Um, but by no means should you be trying to seek approval from other people as much as from God and what he designed you to be. Right. And this is something that I've heard talked about recently that I really like is this idea of kind of giving people keys to your heart. Like Hmm. I, you know, by being in a deep committed relationship, I give Jocelyn the keys to kind of speak into these things, right? To give her approval or disapproval and have that affect me. And that's vulnerable and it, you know, it could crush me. But I don't give that key to a stranger who's walking by on the street who shouts that I'm ugly, right? But we don't mm. like think about that consciously in our in our life. And if there's, you know, a toxic coworker who's really pushing you to you know, grind really hard and work 80 hours a week and get a promotion, then you can make that conscious choice to say, they have different values from me. I'm not going to be spiteful of them, but I'm going to take away their key to my heart, right? I'm not going to let their approval matter. If they say that's great, if they say that sucks, it doesn't affect me. I'm doing my thing. And these are the people who have those keys who I let speak into my decisions. Yeah, I like that. That's a really good point. A key and I mean, you can also argue a map as well. Um, (laughs) Sometimes you don't want certain people banging on the door to your heart. So don't give them the directions. (laughs) Amen. Uh, The next question that we have here. uh, So someone has said, since the start of the new year, I feel like I have mastered the skill of acting fine when everything in my life is actually falling apart. And let's see, they're saying they have a beautiful and loving girlfriend, they own an apartment, going to university, have close friends, a great job, bright future, they go to the gym. Um, They're saying everything, however, it got screwed in unimaginable ways. I wish I could go back. It's so devastating. Um, And they thought they were living their best life before the new years and everything Mm. just came crashing wow that's hard that is and uh, man it it's so easy to see that point where you can just feel like you're at where you want to be and then anything other than that it feels less than right like Mm -hmm. you had it and you feel like you had everything just where you wanted it and then things moved along or things fell apart and Mm -hmm. it's so hard to go from that season of what you've been seeking and then moving forward from it but I feel like there's still so much good that can come out of it. And it might not be a, not, it might not be easy to see where you're moving to, but mm-hmm. you know, through our faith in God, we can know that he has good plans for our lives and plans for us to prosper. But 
man, it's so easy to just keep kind of faking it from that point because yeah. it's very hard to be real with people, even in small ways when people just say, hey, how are you doing? It's much easier to say good than, man, I'm, I lost everything. I'm devastated. But mm-hmm. that's what you need to truly connect with people. Yeah, it seems like when like a couple of bad things happen in life, it's so easy for us to just think, man, everything is going bad. And then, I mean, this is this is something that people have studied about the human brain is, you know, if we tend to see a pattern of bad or a pattern of good, we try to look for more to support that it's just like this big phenomenon happening in our lives. And I think that this could be an aspect of what is going on in, in what uh, this person is saying. So I want to ask, like, what is something that's going right in your life? And maybe start to try focusing on those things, maybe the things that haven't changed. Um, what can you still hold on to, be it your relationship with Jesus, or maybe there's this one friend who's still there for you and they haven't disappeared or anything like that. Uh, trying to focus on those things and being grateful of them and asking God for answers too. Like, why have I been put in this situation? And like Matt was saying, like trying to find meaning out of it, essentially. Um, I think that brings a lot of healing for people is trying to turn a bad memory or bad situation into a positive one. Um, A lot of times it ends up being a lesson. Yeah. And I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind reading this is just like, man, I'm, I'm sorry you went through this. But the biggest thing to remember is that we're meant to be in community and you are never meant to go through something like this alone. Yeah. Like I think the biggest thing that you could have to help you through a situation like this are friends, family, a church community, whoever it is in your life that cares about you can just be with you. You know, there's mm-hmm. no magic words or formula to make you feel like things are great and bright and cheery when you feel like you lost it all. But just having people who are there for you, who love you, who are faithful to you in these really trying times, I think are the, the biggest thing to pull through. So no matter how bad it seems and no matter how much you're struggling, keep yourself rooted in that community and keep those people who care around you. And it will help you go through things that you never could go through on your own. Yeah. And also, I mean, we kind of missed this, but he, he mentioned the new years, right? Like, I think there's this strong, um, and Matt and I endorse like New Year's resolutions or just having goals in life in general, but not to the point where it like, puts pressure on you that something has to be benefited out of it and like you have to achieve something and I think there is that pressure like because it was the new year and these things aren't going right it feels even more devastating Mm -hmm. and I would try to tell you like just try to avoid that way of thinking um then just because it's a new year doesn't mean that um yeah that you are you know, in, in the dumps, essentially, like, for like, the New Year's could have been, you know, August 18th, right? And, and maybe you can view it a little less harshly on yourself and, and give yourself more grace. Absolutely. So the last question we pulled today from the interwebs is one that I think is really common. And I feel like we all kind of wrestle with this a little bit is, is it normal to feel a bit bored after college? So this person says, Hey all, I'm a 23-year-old female, feeling a bit bored. I graduated college in December and I'm currently working part-time and studying. 
Uh, I feel a bit bored with my life right now. I'm working from home. I haven't had the chance to make many friends. I spend a lot of time with family and my boyfriend and a few friends here and there. But I see other people my age going out to the bars, getting drunk, and I feel like I'm past that part of my life. I was just wondering if this feeling was normal or if anyone else has felt this and has any advice or tips. Thank you. Okay, well, first things first, congratulations for graduating college, especially recently when the job market is crazy. Um, Please acknowledge that for yourself. Like, there's a lot going on in the world right now, and it can feel like there's not very much security either. So, yeah, I mean, this is a like, if you think about what people who are graduating college right now went through, they had COVID shutting down college, they're figuring out how to work from home, you're starting your new job without meeting people in person, like life is way different than it was two, three years ago. And I think we need to just acknowledge that. And it's not better, it's not worse, but it's way different. And there's going to be loss and there's going to be grief all involved in that. And I mean, that's a lot on top of what is already a big transition because college feels like a wonderland. You're in this community of people who are your age, having fun, learning about stuff you enjoy, going out because everybody has the same interests. And then one day it's over and you're sitting in an office working a nine to five job and your life is completely different. So it's not abnormal at all. I totally felt bored. It's just a completely different stage of life. And I think it's a really good time to say, I'm going to be intentional about surrounding myself with what I want my life to look like. Yeah. So this is something actually that brought Jocelyn and I together is we both said, we want to find a church community of young adults. And we went out and we sought that. And now we have a group of friends. We have a purpose. We have a place where we feel like we belong. And I think that that roots you a lot more deeply because just having work or just having a friend here and there, it feels like you're kind of drifting and there isn't that central location like you felt in college. Mm -hmm. You need like a hub, like a relationship hub where you have like your main group of friends, the ones that you can really trust. And that's only going to take time. Um, In terms of the boredom, I think that's completely normal coming out of college. College is so stimulating and there's so many cool things going on. You hear about people doing cool things for their futures and you're part of cool groups, maybe trying new things and you do have a quite a bit of free time. So um, try to figure out what you enjoyed in college and recreate it in a new way. This is your chance to be creative with that boredom and how you want to spend that time. And I think it's awesome that you are like still studying and um, working like kudos to you for being able to do that. I know that that's tough. Um, And it's going to take sacrifices sometimes to do both of those things. Um, But yeah, you're, I mean, it sounds like you want friends. So go out and, and find those people. So essentially, yes, what you're feeling is normal and um, it's okay to feel like you're transitioning in your life because you are. So don't feel alone in in that. That's definitely something that I have um, experienced and sometimes even to this day, still I'm trying to navigate some of those same feelings and um, I'm a huge promoter of changing your life to fit how your goals and desires evolve. And I'm a big go-getter myself. So go, go get it. (laughs) 
I think these questions are so eye-opening because when we're just thinking in our own heads, we all feel so crazy or weird for feeling the ways we do. And, you know, we just really hope that this community can be a place where you can ask these questions, where you can bring these feelings forward. You know, these are just questions we found online that people, you know, like us and like you have been going through and asking. And we'd love to give you all the opportunity to ask these questions and just to bring forward these ideas, these wonders, you know, when you say, am I crazy for feeling this way? Is it bad to do this? Or I'm in this situation and I don't know. So you can click the link in our description if you're listening on Spotify or the link in our bio on our Instagram to submit a voice message. We'd love to play those on the show. Uh, we'll get to hear your question or your thoughts, discuss it a little bit and get back to you. We just want this to be a place where we can talk about so many of the things that we go through as young adults, because as this last question mentioned, it can be isolating. You can feel weird and out there and we're all still figuring it out. And the bottom line is we're here to do that together with God and with each other. So send in your voice messages this next week and thanks for joining. Yes. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.